Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Today's podcast is all about mental health, uh, mental health awareness, mental health improvements, how to find sports, so on and so forth. Uh, I get the pleasure to talk to Jake Lures, the lead singer of Grammy-nominated uh, band, metal band, August Burns Red, which is really cool for me, a little starstruck just because I grew up listening to them. So my brother and I grew up listening to August Burns Red, and now I get to interview the lead singer on the podcast. Um, and it's even cooler because we've been connecting quite a bit lately just on all other things and aspects of life, entrepreneurship, uh, training, nutrition, business, music, uh, mental health. So it's it's really cool to have him on the podcast and share a little bit of his story. He is, uh, again, the lead singer of a Grammy-nominated uh, band called August Burns Red. He is the author of a book. Uh, which I will link in the show notes that goes deep into faith and how faith has helped changed his life and how he continually pursues and, and a little bit about mental health as well. Uh, he just opened up a gym. So by the time this airs, it will have just had their grand opening on Saturday. Uh, and it's it's a it's a cool story to hear about because he opened a gym uh, with a really big mission statement and a really big purpose during the pandemic, which is even if it wasn't a big gym like it is, it, that would still be a ballsy move. But um, he's doing it and he's doing something that no other gym has done. It's it's a gym that also offers mental health coaching and it's and it's it's a really cool story. So we're gonna dive into that and we're also gonna dive into his nonprofit organization called Heart Support. Heart Support is a place for people experiencing depression, anxiety, sadness, stress, loneliness, suicidal thoughts, so on and so forth. It gives them an outlet, it gives them a place, it gives them support. Um, it's a community that he has built uh, that is doing really cool things. So, and they're supporting the gym uh, as well. So, we're going to dive into a lot of stuff. He has he has a really cool story. He is uh, again the lead singer of a famous band, which is awesome to get his perspective on entrepreneurship, get his perspective on life and faith and mental health and battling that and how it's affected him as a child and, and up into his adult life and how he helps others get through that too. So um, if you've ever struggled with mental health or you just have moments where you are not motivated, you are not happy, you are not feeling successful or feeling purposeful or not understanding what your purpose even is, I think this is the perfect podcast for you because it's a very transparent, open, and honest conversation between Jake and I about mental health. Uh, I'm going to link all of his stuff in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, he has quite a bit of links to share between all the companies, uh, but I'd also love it if you could share this podcast on your Instagram. So if you enjoy this podcast, if, if you want to spread the awareness of mental health and his gym and his support company, his nonprofit, please do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your Instagram story, tag myself at Cody.BoomBoom and tag Jake at JakeLuresABR. Um, I will put his in the show notes so you can understand how to spell lures. Uh, it's J-A-K-E for Jake and then L-U-H-R-S for lures um, and then A-B-R at the end of that. So I will put those in the uh, show notes of the podcast and that's Jake's, Jake Lures, August Burns Red if you didn't put that together. But I'll put those in, take a screenshot, share it on your story. Um, I'll stop ranting now because I'm really excited for this episode and I can't wait for you to hear it. So without any further ado, Let's get into our mental health discussion with myself and Jake Lures from August Burns Red. Man, so this is a really cool one for me uh, just because, I mean, if I'm being completely transparent with you, I was a little starstruck when, when I first hit you up because I was like, man, why does this name sound so familiar? This guy's liking my, my content. Um, and I was like, no shit. So I, then, then I DM'd you and you were like, man, I'm really into fitness. And I started diving into your story versus just your band. And, and I realized how much more we had in common. So this is really cool for me. Just, just being a fan man back, like from back in high school. So it's, I, I've been listening for shit. What is that? 15 years or something now, almost like uh, 10 years at least. So it's, it's, it's cool to have you on the podcast, man. And especially because you have so much more to offer than just the music side of things. So I want to get into that, but if you can tell the listeners kind of like who's Jake in a nutshell first. Yeah. Um, 
Man, uh, well, my name is Jake Lors, and uh, a lot of people know me as the lead vocalist of a metal band called August Burns Red. Um, I'm very passionate about uh, community building, uh, you know, mental health, uh, physical exercise, outside of, um, you know, just being a touring musician. And I, I really, uh, I guess if, if people were to want to know what I'm, you know, what consumes me, I think is just um, my faith and understanding of like, or desire to have great purpose in my life and to, you know, kind of meet my challenges head on and, and create, uh, which is something I really enjoy. I really love to see people um, moving uh, into a healthier, uh, you know, unique path of healing or becoming what they want to become and, and kind of breaking from the mold of what I think is like, you know, society's conditioning of who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be like, um, so that's just a, a big passion of mine is to see people engage themselves and their inner self and realize, Hey, I don't want to be like everyone else. Um, or I don't really want to live my life like this. I would prefer to really go after this dream or, or, um, you know, a deeper sense of purpose. So that's, uh, that's really what I, that I love. And I see that in me playing hockey with my buddies. Uh, I, I play airsoft, which is like a really weird, unique hobby that I, that I love. Um, you know, with my nonprofit heart support, with this gym that I'm opening, and even with my connection with my fans, with my through my music, I get to encourage them with the lyrics, and we get to sit and talk face to face about you know some of the things that they want to do with their life, and it's kind of cool to see people commit or um, engage themselves and be like, man, I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> I'm not just gonna talk about it anymore. So that's a little bit about me. I love that, man. What what is your like first? practice or recommendation or, or action step for people trying to break the, that mold, you know, because I think I couldn't agree with you more. And I think it, it, with the age of social media and all these things, it's almost, it's getting harder and harder and harder to not compare yourself to society and judge yourself um, and worry about judgment from others. So being unique is becoming more and more difficult, but I think it's one of the most fulfilling things. What is your, what is your, what do you tell people? What do you try to get, encourage people to do to, to stop worrying about that and kind of like I said, break out of that mold. Yeah. Um, you know, for me personally, what I would recommend is uh, starting to cut some of those things, those, those, uh, whatever avenues are telling you who you should be like. So for example, like social media, like get off of social media for a moment, you know, and like, just don't look at that stuff. Don't, you know, or maybe even like, you know, start small by asking yourself questions. Like, why am I letting giving the authority of this person on social media to impact my life? You know, like some people post something like it doesn't matter what I post on social media. Somebody has something negative to say. Right. So it's like, why would I give them? Because it is it's my choice. Right. Like, why would I give them the choice or why would I choose to give them the authority to dictate how I feel about myself? You know, um, so asking yourself those types of questions, like, who are you listening to? Why are you listening to that person? And why are you giving someone the authority to speak into your life? What have they done to deserve that? What have they done to show that they are right or correct or that their truth is a truth that you should believe in? So that to me was a really great step. Um, and like, you know, starting this gym, like I'm not, um, you know, I mean, I, I love fitness and I love exercise, but I, I'm not a professional personal trainer. I'm not certified in anything, right? But um, I have a deep connection with um, fitness. I, I love fitness. I love the way it makes me feel. It's therapeutic for me. And when I saw the gym down the street from my house that I went to regularly closed because of COVID, um, I was met with my vision of starting a, a gym. And I had to believe in my faith. I had to believe in that desire. Um, now I had plenty of people around me telling me, dude, you're, you're an idiot. You're an idiot to try to open a gym, a fitness, you know, facility during a pandemic. Like you're crazy. I had multiple people telling me that, but so if, if, if I had listened to them and gave them chosen to give them the authority to go, you know what, your opinion of my future is more true than what I believe my future should be. You're right. I shouldn't do it. And then I would stop. I wouldn't live that life. 
right? And it's like, it's not even fully the, the, the point of my gym becoming the reality. The, the, the beauty is, it, is that I trust me. I believe in me. I am going to fight for me. I'm not going to listen to other people. And that's what, that's what I would say is like, listen to yourself and then question what you're bringing in because it's all going to your mind. And then if you listen to everything that other people are telling you, then you're going to bring it to your heart and you're going to start to believe it. And it's going to start to become truth to you. And there's a lot of truths I think that we carry that are lies or that we shouldn't believe or that we shouldn't be listening to. And they dictate how we treat people, how we treat ourselves and what essentially what we end up doing, whether we open up a gym or not, you know? So I would start with that. Um, I would encourage you know, someone that I would first meet is like, hey, man, I would ask yourself, why are you believing what you believe? And uh, start there and start to see what changes when you take those truths out that other people are telling you and start to listen to what your heart says, you know, and follow that. I think that's great, man. I think that I can't remember the exact number, but there's from a marketing perspective, there's X million of million advertisements that we see on a day to day basis that put into that influence. And that doesn't even include every single social media post we see from friends or family or colleagues or influencers, quote unquote. Um, and I think it just, it, it makes it harder and harder. So I think you're right. Like it's, it's hard to do, but like just completely remove it. And, and I, and I commend my wife for this. She's so good about it. She just will delete all social media and she's like, I don't need it. And I respect that so much. Cause for me, I run a business that I'll be honest, it thrives off of using social media platforms to grow. And, it, and it's, and it's definitely a battle for me. Um, so I love the way you said that. And even I, I have to take breaks at times because even though I, it's required for my job, it's like, sometimes I just have to step away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one, that's just one, um, example. I mean, you know, you could, you, you know, also look at like the people that you surround yourself with or, or the people that you admire, right? Like we, we tend to worship. I mean, that's kind of part of what we do. We, we, we worship things. We, we, we're attracted to them. And then we go, oh, man, if only I had that. Or, oh, man, I need, I need this in my life. Or, man, look at that guy. Like, I want to be Brad Pitt, you know? And you see people even go down to, like, you know, where they, they get cosmetic changes, you know? Like, they get their lips done or they get breast implants or they get, or they get muscles, you know? Like, um, what's it? that you inject to get bigger muscles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so, so, so people, we, we worship stuff and we start to think and, and look, and it's like, man, let's, let's question that, you know, like, let's even, let's even question like, yo, dude, like, you know, there's a friend of mine that's on the hockey team and like, I think he's a super cool dude. Um, but like, I know that if I hang out with that guy, like I'm going to party and like, that's probably not really beneficial for the goals and future life that I want. Like, you know what I mean? And, and so, Maybe I should just like kind of dis disconnect from my admiration for this person uh, because it's maybe not healthy, you know? Um, so it's even like in your friends, like um, not just social media. And I mean, I'm, it's a part of my job too, bro. You know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, being the singer of, of August Burns Red, you know, like my band needs me to promote, you know, um, we're doing a, a, a live stream coming up November 14th. Um, for our record, uh, Thrill Seeker, that was, we um, released like 15 years ago. It's its 15 year uh, anniversary. So like, we're gonna do a live stream for that. I've got to promote that, you know, I've got to be, I've got to be a part of that social media. I've got to, you know, that's part of my job. But, but, you know, we do, we do have the ability to choose balance and moderation. Um, and we can gain a lot of fruit and a lot of good in our lives when we when we choose moderation we say hey look i'm not gonna you know like you for example there was a time that i was like oh let's do our podcast in the weekend you're like nah dude that's my family time you know and you're like i don't i don't work for this time because i want to spend time with my daughter um that's exactly what i'm talking about like that's a that is a boundary that you have that you have implemented in your life and you said look i've got to have boundaries for myself and for things that I let in and things that I push out. And if I don't have those boundaries, it's going to get messy. Someone's going to get hurt. You know what I mean? Um, and that's another, that would be my second step for people is like, or second thought, right. Is uh, to have boundaries for ourselves, man. Because if we don't, we can, I mean, me personally, I'll follow people. I will, I will admire somebody or I will get so excited about something that I dive headfirst in all of a sudden I'm drowning. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because I don't have these boundaries, you know? So, um, so it's good. Yeah. Like you said, you can use social media for work and business, but after that, really hone in on, on the time that you spend on it as a person, individual, and what is it feeding you and put it down, you know? I, I try to tell people, and this relates to exactly what you were just saying. I try to tell people a lot, like you should have, um, one, you should have a priority list and that's basically the same thing as your boundaries, right? Like you have this priority list of what comes first and then you should consistently or, or regularly, I should say, audit your life. So you said it's not just social media and that's the truth. Like, where are you working? Where are you eating? Where are you lifting? Where are you, uh, hanging out with people? What bars are you going to? Are you going to bars? Like everything you do, your daily habits, your morning routine, when you go to sleep, like just audit everything every three or four months and just see what could be better what you could do better, you know? Um, and sometimes it's hard because I think that in that example that you just gave, you know, there was, there was a, a point in time where I didn't want to uh, piss anybody off or uh, lead somebody away if I was really excited about something. So I wouldn't stick to my boundaries because I was so afraid of what they would say or think, you know? And the truth is, is and this is the same thing where people want to lose weight and they're like afraid to order the salad instead of the pizza. But people who really give a shit about you, people who really care, they're not going to take offense to that. Like you immediately were like, man, I fucking admire that. That's so cool. Like I, I respect that. And, and when you send that, you're like, fuck, I hope he doesn't get pissed. Like I really want to do this podcast. Like I really want to connect with this guy, you know? So it's, it's, it says a lot about you too, the person receiving the message. And I think people need to remember if it's a good hearted person, if it's somebody who really cares, then they don't take offense to it. They, they respect it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I like the audit thing too, because um, that's really healthy. Just like kind of looking back and being like, hold on a second. Like what, wh where are we going here? You know, like, mm -hmm. what am I doing? Um, and one of the biggest things for, I think, I think that the world kind of, or society is kind of conditioned us to be like, you got to be working, you got to be successful. You got to make money. You got to have that. And it's like overwhelming, man. It's, it's, it's like, holy crap. The, the, the amount of, expectations that society has implemented on the individual human is just so high and so ridiculous you know what i mean and so like we're going at 100 miles per hour all the time and we don't think that we we start to believe that we don't have time or that we can't rest and rest is so huge for people so like when when you're doing this auditing you know, that you're saying like you audit, like you're, and you're, you're trying to find that balance and everything. Like I would really encourage people who are, you know, grinding and going and moving and creating. Cause it's beautiful, man. I mean, that's, that's, you know, you're, you're in love with creating and doing all these things. Like we got to remember to rest because what I realized too was like, I did kind of the similar audit thing. I'm like, Holy crap, I'm burning myself out. Like I can't continue to go this way. And what I started to realize was, all the time that I was spending investing in, you know, my, my goals and projects and all this stuff, I was doing a half-assed job because I was so tired. I couldn't give it a hundred percent because I couldn't, I, because I wasn't resting, you know? And so I had to make sure I was like, man, let's rest, you know, like I got to make sure I have time for rest. So um, that's been a huge thing for me, like finding little pockets of rest and, recognizing when I'm like, Hey man, I got to tap out for a minute. Um, because I'm, I'm seeing that even the energy that I am putting forth, it's just, it's not healthy. You know, it's not, it's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think more people need to hear that because it is true. And, and it's, it's, uh, it's sexy and it's cool to like hustle, you know, hustle hard and hustle all day. And, and so you get, and I, I've burnt out multiple times and I can tell you like, even the material aspects of success, they just don't fulfill you, you know? So you, you do get to that point. Um, you know, you, you mentioned faith a couple of times and I, I'd love for you to dive into that a little bit um, as much as you, you want to or are okay with, but I think people have different definitions of faith. You know, there's like the spiritual um, side of it. There's also the internal and the personal side of it. Um, and then there's also the aspect of just, just almost like ambition, right? Like you, you mentioned, and I didn't realize actually, so I, I really respect this man that I didn't realize that you started the gym project right when COVID hit, because that's a fast turnaround and the gym looks amazing. So <laughs> that's a quick, quick build. And you had all these people telling you like, dude, you're crazy. And you probably have to like consider like, well, are they, you know, do they have a good point of view? Like, let me, let me rationalize this out. Um, but you went forward with it anyway. Um, and I think that's, that's amazing, especially because right now more than ever, we need places like that, realistically speaking. Um, 
but how is, a, I mean, if you could kind of define what faith means in different ways for you and like how that's helped guide you through like your trials and tribulations, essentially. And, and I mean, being an artist and, and being an entrepreneur and, and starting these different companies. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's definitely different forms of faith. And um, I think that, you know, as a, as a, an entrepreneur or a visionary, like, or a leader, um, or I mean, honestly, anyone, I mean, it's, it's like, if you want to live your life um, and choose to live and not just exist, you have to have faith in yourself. You have to believe that your life is worth living. You have to believe that, um, Hey, I'm going to walk away from my job here and I'm going to go pursue this because my life is worth living. I'm not going to settle for the comfortabilities that I have set forth for myself or that other people have put around me. You know what I mean? Um, so I think it's really important to have that faith. I think obviously people can maintain and live their life to a full extent or uh, uh, fullness without God. Um, I know many people who aren't, aren't believers of God and that's, that's totally cool. That's their choice. But for me, um, coming from um, a place in my life where I've, I've just believed and seen God working in my life, um, not because I've seen God, but because I feel like I know God. And that faith has really helped me because what I've realized about myself is that I'm very controlling. I want to control the situation. I want to control people. I want to control how things work. I want to control me and, and all this kind of stuff. And what I've realized is that um, I believe that there is a, a creator who's created us to also um, have control and to uh, help us and work in our lives to bring more purpose and a greater purpose. And um, a lot of that great, greater purpose for me is by helping and love other people. And I believe that the creator who created me um, gave me that purpose. And so when I look at this gym and I go, holy crap, I want to build a mental health gym that helps people uh, mentally and physically. But that's crazy. And I don't have all the money and I don't have the people. Um, God, I just lean on God. And I said, hey, man, you know, and, and, and very seriously, honestly, like it wasn't like, oh, Father God, please. I'm like, hey, if we're going to do this, like you've got to show up because I feel like you're giving me this dream and this desire. And I see the vision of this thing, this mental health gym. And if you really gave that to me and you really want me to do it, then I'm going to go do it. But you're going to do the heavy lifting because I've only got $75,000 for this thing. I've only got me right now. Um, I don't have a building. I don't have gym equipment, which ended up costing close to 90 grand. Okay. I don't have a personal trainer. I'm not certified for that shit. So you know what I mean? Like you've got to show up, man, but I'll grind. I'll go because it's a desire of my heart now. And I think that God created that in me. And sure enough, uh, we actually shot a documentary and like a mini documentary of the birth of your life is my gym. And sure enough, he showed up, God showed up. Uh, God showed up with Joel, my, my personal trainer, who's my, my, um, my team lead, my lead uh, director for fitness. He came from Charleston, South Carolina. I had known him for a very, very short amount of time. And I got on a FaceTime with him and I said, look, I want you to move from Charleston, South Carolina to Pennsylvania, live in my house with me and help me build this gym. He thought I was nuts. And then a week and a half later, he, he you know, found someone to take his apartment uh, he left his gym with like 25 clients and he came up here and he lives in my, my guest room right now. Um, I needed a building. There was a building that used to be a gold's gym is now owned by a church. And the church was like, Hey, you can sublease this section of the building. Um, we love your vision. You know, we love what you're trying to do. Um, so I got the building, Andrew Hall, who's the president of Arsenal strength, one of the top tier strength equipment companies happened to go on tour with me in 2008. He was in, he was the drummer for a band called the showdown. I get in touch with him. He says, bro, I love your, your mission and your vision. I'm here to support you. Um, I'm going to me and, and flex Lewis and, and uh, you know, other partners or whatever, we're going to donate all of the gym equipment that you want, that you need. We're just going to ship it to you. And he did, they did. 
So like, you know, I had faith in myself, but I also had faith in God that God was going to do, give me the gift, the most beautiful gift he could possibly give me, which is his people. He gave me you. He gave me Andrew Hall. He gave me um, Joe from the, the lead pastor of the church. You know, he gave me my buddy Brett from hockey. He gave me my buddy Lou, who owns a physical therapy uh, company and is going to be in there. He gave me Sam and Lexi, these two girls I, I've never met, who are dietitians, who are going to be our dietitians. He gave me, um, you know, Joel, like I said, moving up from Charleston, South Carolina. Like, so, so that's what I talk about when I talk about, man, you got to have faith. I, I had to have faith is because if I were to look at this from the point of where I was four months ago, where I just had this vision that I felt God gave me to right now, there is no possible way that I could have seen this happen the way that it happened or been able to get the people I've gotten or the financial backing or donations that have come through for me to make this gym a reality right now during COVID. There is no way in hell I would be able to do that. So I had to have faith and that's what faith has gotten me. It's gotten me to, uh, this place where I'm launching my gym this Saturday, November 7th. Uh, and I'm super excited about it. So this, this podcast, we'll, we'll push this podcast up. This will air right after you open that way we can, uh, get everybody checking out the, the Instagram, the social media stuff, the documentary that cool, you talk, talked about. Um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable, man. It's amazing that it, that you were able to, to put this together so quick. Like it just, I like, I'm shocked because I'd had no idea. Cause when, from somebody who owns, I own a private facility. So we have a thousand square feet gym behind me. Um, but we run an online business. So nobody comes and goes, it's just, just for us. Right. And I know what yeah. it took to put the studio together, the office space, the gym and everything like that would be a big accomplishment in four months, let alone a commercial like gym that is offering more. So dude, I can't, yeah. I can't enough how cool it is. And, and, Speaking of faith, like correct me if I'm wrong, you uh, you wrote a book, correct? Kind of on this. I did. Topic. What is the book yeah. called? Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote a book. It's it's more of like a devotional. Um, I'm not really a big fan of devotionals, but it's it's basically about my faith and and just hope and doubt and things that I've gone through in my life. I mean, I'm, I actually open up uh, quite a bit, and I'm, I'm very transparent and honest. And if you don't like curse words, don't pick up the book. Um, it's going to offend you, but, um, there's basically like these very two, I don't know, two pages about a story and some scripture that, um, you know, kind of helped me better understand my life or somewhere where I was trying to get through some, some sort of challenge in my past. And that scripture was comfort to me or helped me better open my eyes to see the greater good for that. And, and I kind of just share with that. And then there's a couple of questions after each little mini chapter for people to kind of engage themselves um, and dig a little deeper and it's called mountains and you can get it on Amazon. I think it's, I think it's nine 99 and all the money, all the proceeds go to my, my nonprofit heart support. Um, so, so just know that if you do pick up a copy, you're supporting um, a nonprofit mental health uh, organization. Love it. Yeah. I'll link that in the show notes so people can grab that. Um, and, and you have a, a bunch of reviews on it that I read that are phenomenal from people who read it. So um, I do want to get into this, this mental health aspect, because I know your gym has a piece of that, which we'll dive into. And I want to talk about heart sport too. But before we dive into that, just to kind of create some context, uh, yeah. what influenced you or kept pushing you to go further and further and dive deeper into the, the mental health realm and start actually helping people? Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it really started when I was a kid because um, growing up, I came from a place of just a lot of division in my household. Like my, my parents were really, um, you know, they had a really unhealthy marriage. Then they separated and I had, you know, step parents and my relationship with them was um, unhealthy, you know, whether that was my fault or a mix of, you know, um, me and them. It was just, it was rough growing up. I grew up in a pretty rough upbringing. Um, I ended up living in, um, I guess it was like lower income housing for, for a couple of years. And I learned a lot in that time of my life growing up and kind of getting bullied. And um, I was sexually assaulted when I was a kid. And there was, um, you know, a lot of times where I had to fight for myself and to get out or to survive uh, certain challenges. And so I think 
you know, coming from that type of place to where I am now and touring over 50 different countries, meeting my fans that have engaged addiction, uh, which I've, I've engaged, uh, you know, struggle with um, depression or stress, anxiety. Um, they were sharing the same stories with me. And I was seeing a lot of people that, you know, it's like thousands of people, man, like, um, you know, that struggle with mental health issues. And, and it's not that you're like, oh man, mental health issue. Like he must be really ill. It's, it's like, no dude, like it's called fucking life, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like people die, uh, people get in divorce. Some people abuse alcohol when they're, when they're, you know, not wanting to face the fact that maybe they were, you know, molested when they're a kid or they got, you know, they lost their job of 15 years and now they've got to go home to their mother or their, their wife and their kids. You know what I mean? Like struggles happen. Things happen. Life sucks. It's not easy all the time. And uh, that's another, that's another expectation and standard that I think society has kind of conditioned us is like, dude, life's awesome. You rule if you're successful. And if you're not successful, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) It's just like, what? Like, that's not, that's not reality. And, and so all these people are sharing their reality with me, you know, and they're like, man, life's really great. But like my father just passed away and it's really hard on me. And now it's making me look, you know, at how I'm a father to my son. And like, I get really verbally abusive, you know, it's like, okay, cool, man. Like, that's awesome that you shared that. Let's talk about it. Like, where's that, where does that come from? That anger, you know? And like, all of a sudden you start to see like, yeah, the guy's not, you know, he's not out there doing anything crazy, but like, there's stuff from his past that he needs to figure out if he wants to love his, his son better. You know what I mean? And if he does that and he engages his mental health and loves his son better, then guess what? His son is going to love when he grows up is going to love his significant other better and his kids better. And it's going to impact and change the world. Right? So like, it's important for us to understand that mental health is a reality and that it's actually in everyone and everybody has something to some degree um, impacting them in their mental state that makes them um, react or respond to things in their life, right? So I started seeing this everywhere over the years of me touring. And I was like, man, I would love if we could talk about this some more. So I started my nonprofit um, Heart Support where people can come online and share about stuff that they're going through. We have resources that um, are books that we've written. We have um, interviews that we've done with musicians. Um, And it's just a really cool, unique place where it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter uh, what you believe in. It doesn't matter who you're in love with. Um, It doesn't matter what you've done or what's been done to you. Like you're accepted at heart support and you can be here and and share and open up and talk about real life stuff and be encouraged to go, you know, um, get the appropriate resources or talk to the appropriate people or just vent, man. Sometimes we just need to talk. Sometimes we just need somebody to listen to us. Or sometimes we need to hear someone else say, Hey man, I was going through the same stuff, you know, and um, this really helped me. Maybe you should try that so that people can find their own unique path of healing. So that's, that's where I think, I've gone through a lot of stages in my life of different cultures, different ways of living. Um, you know, I've, I've experienced a lot of different things in my life that I went, man, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot here mentally that if people don't overcome they may not actually ever get to live the life that they want. And then they're going to be on their deathbeds and they're going to go, man, I should have done something about this. But why didn't I? It's because, well, maybe you didn't recognize it. Maybe you didn't recognize that it's in your head and that that, that past experience really made a, a scar you know, or an impact on you. And it, it formed triggers in your mind. And when you were triggered, you would lash out, you know? And, and so if we want success and we want to like have a deeper understanding of our purpose and, and who we are as a person, I think it starts in the mind. Um, and then, and then, and then when we can change the heart, we change our actions and then our life changes and lives around us, you know? Um, so that's why I started heart support. I love it, dude. I love it so much, man. I, uh, it's, I'd love for you to touch on 
how uh, being in a, a literally a famous band that's touring the world and being in entrepreneurship has, has challenged that mental health because I think, one, it's not talked about enough. So I, that's why I love what you're doing with this. Um, and I know for me personally, I didn't experience any type of anxiety or depression until I became a busy entrepreneur. And, and the busier I got and the more successful I got, quote unquote, um, that's when it actually hit me the hardest. And it was the hardest to deal with because you know, from, from an outsider's perspective, everything's great. And so to yourself, you're almost in this position where, and I've actually never even talked about this publicly, but you're almost in a position where it's, it's hard because you don't get it. You know, you're like, you don't know why you're feeling this way. You don't know why you can't get over it. And when like my wife asks me what's wrong, my aunt, I don't know, like I couldn't tell you, you know, and, and at the beginning of this year, somebody really close to me committed suicide. And that's when it was like, man, like this is, this is a thing, you know, and, and for somebody who, I, I, I'm a giver. I'm a helper. Like, that's what I do. I coach. So to me, it was like, fuck, I should have been there. Like I didn't ask the right questions. I didn't see it, you know? And I think obviously I can't put the blame on myself, but um, that was a really hard thing to deal with. And, it, and it's funny because very shortly after that, uh, I DM'd you and we started talking and then we got on the phone and we've been bullshitting for the last, I don't know, however many months until we podcasted. So yeah. very serendipitous, but I was, I was really excited to talk to you because of, of what you're doing. Um, but back to the question I had for you is, is really just how being in the band uh, and being an entrepreneur has, has challenged that mental health. Cause I'm, I'm assuming you got to kind of keep working on yourself to, to keep working through it versus, Oh, I figured it out. Like it's better. Right. Than, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, if, if this is the way I look at it, man, like to be honest with you, if I'm going to do, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to, if I'm going to expect myself to produce and perform at the highest um and i'm gonna go create things and i'm gonna you know do these types of things i have got to maintain um uh, my health that's just the way it is like you got to look at it as anything else if you're going to be a professional athlete you got to train right if you want to be a coach you've got to stay up with the modern um sciences and everything that's going on with training right like You've got to, so if you want to, if you want to lead or you want to create your vision, you have to be mentally prepared for that. And if I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to rip around for an hour and a half on stage every night for six nights straight, talk to a crowd of people, then spend individual time with fans after the show before that, you know what I mean? Doing the, the meet and greet, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I've got heart support where I've got seven full-time employees. Right. And it's like, I've got an executive director who's the man and uh, his name's Dave King. He's, he's amazing. Um, so, you know, you've got to think of yourself, well, you've got to time manage and you've got to make sure that you're loving yourself. Right. And you're taking care of yourself. So for me, man, it's a lot of um, no's learning how to say no is probably the best, one of the best things in my life. Literally had to do it today. Someone was like, hey, can I do this? Can I meet you here? No. No, you can't. It's not that I don't love you. It's not that I don't care about you. It's not that I don't want to help you with what you've got going on. But no, because I have other things going on. And I need to make sure that I make time for myself. You know what I mean? And what does that mean? It means rest. It means shutting everything off and just sitting on my couch and closing my eyes and going to a place in my in my mind that nowhere get no one gets to come except for me and God. Like I all the stuff I need to do today. Nope. It doesn't, I'm not gonna listen to it. You know what I mean? All the stress and anxieties I'm not gonna listen to. I'm just gonna go to this place and meditate and sit in it's like a whole it's like a holy room in my mind. That's just me and God, and I just get to sit there. And that's it. Right. It looks a lot like me waking up super early in the morning and journaling, journaling the things that I want God to help me with journaling the things that um, the actions that I've been making that I feel weird about. Like, is that appropriate? Is that OK? Am I you know what I mean? And giving it to God, like letting releasing my control of, st of these things in my life and going, God, you can help me with this. And um, I'm going to have faith in that. You know what I mean? Um, understanding more about my place 
on earth, right? As a person, recognizing that um, I'm not here for just myself. I'm not here. It's not the Jake Lore show. Okay. It won't ever be. It's not supposed to be, you know? And so like coming to a, more of an understanding of, of those types of things. So what basically what I'm saying is, is the way that I'm able to do all of this is that it's because I am very intentional about my understanding, spiritual and mental understanding of life, my controls, uh, my powerlessness, and my devotion to loving and caring myself, my self-care is the way that I'm going to be able to care and love others. And if I truly believe that that's what I'm trying to do, then I've got to love myself mentally and spiritually and physically. You know what I mean? And I've got to make time for that every day. It could be an hour. It could be 20 minutes. It could be two hours. It could be on the drive to the gym, right? But I've got to do it. I've got to remember that. And if I start to let go of the things that I can't control, I get peace and I let go of anxiety. If I, if I start to love myself better, I, I love myself, I honor myself, I feel better about myself, guess what? If I feel better about me, I'm gonna be able to feel better about you. I'm gonna be able to love you. I'm gonna be able to be like, dude, come here, man. Like have some of this peace that I have. I got this joy and peace this morning because I let go of the fact that I'm about to open a gym and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And, and here, I got this peace from letting go of that. So I want you to have some of that peace. Let me love you with the peace that I have, right? Like, that's what we get to do. Like, and, and if, I, if, I, if I dishonor my self-care, if I dishonor my mind and my, my heart and my love and, and my meditation time and my time with God and my time with understanding me and the world as, as, as love, then dude, I'm not going to be able to do my job. I'm going to freak out. I'm going to start getting cocky. I'm going to start being a rock star. I'm going to start saying no to my fans. I'm going to start not caring about the people who work with me or under me or beside me, you know, in these missions, which is foolishness. You know what I mean? Um, and things will start to fall, fall apart, man, you know? Um, and, and, and that's, that's, sorry if that's like a weird way of me trying to explain stuff, but um, no. you know, that's, that's what I try to do. You know, I try yeah. to love myself appropriately. I think it's uh, I, I was taught this uh, meditation drill. I don't know how many years ago and you have to, you go through these mantras in your head and, and it's, it's, I love myself. I honor myself. I appreciate myself. And then you go on to loving, appreciating, honor other people. And that did a lot for me too, because like you said, I think, I think it actually does start with self-acceptance and self-love. And, and again, this is something men don't talk about enough, but um, there's some really great books like uh, Loving What Is by Byron Katie. You would love that book, dude. It's, it's dives into the psychology behind that idea and like loving yourself and loving what is. And it's so powerful. But something I took away from, from what you were saying is um, two things. One, I used to have these shirts for our company uh, that said, your body is the fastest path to power on the back. And my whole thing was like, man, I'm, I'm training all these people and all these other things in their life are getting better because they have this time in the gym with me and they're working on their body and their health and, and it's changing things. So I couldn't agree more like working on yourself in that capacity, it, it builds into things. And then the other part of it was stillness and, you know, you taking time for yourself and being still and being present um, is probably one of the things that, cause you know, like depression is, is we're, we're constantly thinking about what already happened or we're living in the past and anxiety is living in the future. Being present is really where you can do work. You know, you can do good work. And I think, yeah. That's been the hardest part for me personally, because I'm very like, go, go, go plan. I just want my schedule to be packed. And it's been the hardest thing for me to just slow down and stop and try. And it's actually funny. I just, I just started playing guitar uh, just a couple months ago because it was, that was, that's something that allows me to slow down. So I'm like, all right, I have to put everything away. I have to concentrate and I just have to be still with this guitar. Um, but I think that's, that's, that's awesome. super powerful, man. Super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I, I mean, it's just nice to um, be reaffirmed that like, you know, like that, that, that's so important. Cause I mean, it, it, it really is for me. I, I, if I don't do that, man, I, I get so overwhelmed and I get so frustrated and literally I could like have like a panic attack or something. It's like, it's like, Oh my gosh, like there's so much going on. And for, for us to be able to operate 
to the level that that we desire to like it's important you know it's just super important um i've just seen so many people crash and burn and it's just like and then they want nothing to do with what they were passionate about you know nothing at all it's like oh you don't even go to the gym like no dude i hate the gym i don't ever want to step into a gym you know or oh man you're a pastor and now like you're totally burnt out like yeah man like fuck god like i can't i'm i'm i don't want anything to do with that you know what i mean and it's uh you know, so it's like, it's just so important for us to understand how fragile we are <laughs> in this situation, like where we're trying to live our life. Um, Cause it can easily be taken from us. Yeah, absolutely, man. This is uh, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but this has been super powerful. I think this is, this is exactly what I wanted out of this episode. So I appreciate your time a lot, awesome. man. And, and before I do let you go, I want you to um, let everybody know uh, where to find everything, uh, band work, your personal stuff, hard sport, everything. Just drop all the handles and websites that you can, and I'll put them all in the description. Awesome. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess the the one that I'm really most excited about right now is the the gym. You know, I think um, it, it is like the first mental health gym. Um, it's, it's literally incorporating uh, – physical fitness exercise with mental health exercises resources and classes and like i'm just so pumped to be able to bring the two together because like you know i've i've gone to a lot of gyms in the last like seven years all over the world and i've just never seen a gym where they're like hey man what's up and like really asking me what's up and have exercises like mental health exercises that they would offer with um you know at their gym or a class that's like hey like it's seven o'clock the guys are gonna you know sit down and talk for you know half an hour and then have a little like q a after this on triggers like what what a trigger is you know um you know i think it's cool that we have like this idea of you know pushing the weight when you're pushing like like bench you know to think of something that you don't want in your life and to push that away you know like I'm going to like today, I'm not going to have the feeling of loneliness, right? Like, let's say you struggle with feeling lonely. And it's like, when you're lifting your weight, you're like, I'm pushing, I'm going to, I'm just pushing that away. I'm not alone. I'm not going to be alone. Like, I'm not going to let the fear or thought of loneliness dictate how I feel about my life today, you know, or when you're pulling something in, doing a row, you know, like I, I do love myself, you know, or I am worthy or I am enough, you know? Um, so we have classes, we have actual uh, mental health exercises. So like, for example, if there's a girl named Jennifer, she just, you know, went through a nasty divorce and she's a single mom now, she overeats. It's like, okay, well, not only can Jennifer talk about, you know, her eating habits with a dietitian, not only can she go to Joel, our lead trainer and get trained for fitness and to lose some weight that she wants, but she can also sit down with me. Um, I'm actually going through school right now and will be finished fairly soon to become a certified mental health coach. And all that means is, is that I can help people with their life goals. Like you can sit down with me and be like, okay, so, you know, why do you eat so much at night? She said, well, I feel very alone, you know, because I just went through a divorce. Okay. So like, let's have some mental health exercises that she can wake up in the mornings and do before she goes to work. Or she can incorporate them with Joel in the one-on-one -on -one training room. Or she can do them at night before, like when she starts to feel lonely. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it's really cool that I'm being able to merge both of these together. And so that's the one I'm really excited about. Um, and I would love people to check it out, man. Um, we're based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If you live, you know, near Lancaster. Um, but if you want to follow us on the Instagram, it's called uh, The Your Life Gym. And, um, yeah, just definitely give that a follow heart support, which is the nonprofit and the mental health nonprofit I started over 10 years ago. Um, that's going to be doing the classes that's, um, helping, you know, build these, um, these exercises and resources that are being used at the gym. It's, uh, the handle is heart support. And then my band, if you're really into metal music and you want to hear screaming, that's what I do for a living outside of these other things. Um, it's called August Burns Red and, I believe it's just August Burns Red Band, um, or it might just be August Burns Red on Instagram. Dope. I'll, I'll put them all in the show notes so they can just click it. But um, yeah, I was actually surprised when, when you reached out and you were telling me about the, like, what you were building. 
I was like, man, how is that not a thing yet? Like, how is there not a gym right? that has thought of this and have, has built this? It makes so much sense, especially because uh, like mental health awareness is such a big thing uh, in the last decade, right. you know, and more and more people. And I think a lot of people in the health industry are really focused on that because they see so much of it um, where people are being destructive to their health. Uh, so yeah, man, it's, it's a fantastic idea. And, uh, and, and we have listeners all over the country and world. So I'm sure there's some people out there uh, listening to this. And if not, go check out the website and stuff. I know you guys have merchandise too. So you're going to be showing, selling apparel and stuff as well, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of my fans were like, yo, like I live in Michigan, you know, or I live in California. Like I can't come work out at your gym. Like, can I buy some merch? So I'm, I'm literally like getting merch cooking right now. Um, and so that we can try to sell it online soon. Um, but yeah, you can go to the website, you know, and, and learn more about kind of the gym and what we're doing at, uh, the your life gym.com. Love it, man. I'll link uh, that website. I'll li- link your band stuff, your cool. stuff, the hard support, um, your book on Amazon. I'll link all that in the show notes for the listeners to grab. Um, man, thank you so much for your time, dude. I really, really appreciate it. It's been a blast. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, dude. It's, it's, it's awesome. And hopefully after COVID, uh, you know, smooths over and, and maybe we can, you know, I'd love for you to come to a show when we come through your town or if you're coming through, you know, Pennsylvania, you want to get a lift, uh, come swing by uh, your life, man. Oh yeah. hundred percent, dude. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more again to get you better results. The second thing, Head over to boomboomperformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the nutrition hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at Cody at BoomBoomPerformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.